Startups, you don't need to settle for a cumbersome banking experience to protect your money. Mercury offers banking and credit cards with effortless experience, giving ambitious companies greater precision, control, and focus without compromising security. Open smarter checking and savings accounts, control spend, optimize cash flow, and close the books in record time. Visit mercury.com to join more than 100,000 startups that trust Mercury with their finances and to help them perform at their highest level. Support for the show comes from Indeed. If you need to hire, you may need Indeed. Indeed is a matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Listeners of this show can get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and say you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, editor-at-large of Recode. You may know me as a better lawyer than Rudy Giuliani, and I didn't even go to law school. But in my spare time, I talk tech, and you're listening to Recode Decode from the Vox Media Podcast Network. Today in the red chair is Matt Rivets, the founder of Sleeping Giants. For a long time, he was one of the anonymous writers behind a very popular Twitter account that urged boycotts of Breitbart advertisers. But since July, he's been out in the open and he's here talking to us. Matt, welcome to Rico Deco. Great to be here. I am so excited. I, I, you know, I follow you on Twitter. It's so interesting how many relationships I have on Twitter that aren't real, like that now to see you, it's great. But I want to sort of go through the, the history because I've been really interested in people using Twitter or other mediums. We recently had Jen Gunter on talking about what she did to Goop. Yep. She's a doctor and real, had real impact, has had real impact sort of speaking from a thing. And you've used, Twitter's been used many times this, but you guys have really deftly used the medium to do something. So let, give the background, tell what you do and, and, and what Sleeping Giants is. So Sleeping Giants started just after the 2016 election mm-hmm. and... Uh, it really started because of my white hot hatred for Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, where did that come from? Um, I, I, just, I mean, I get it. Yeah. please, you I, don't have to explain it to I, me. I mean, I grew up um, learning from my parents and from uh, the community that I was in that hatred is bad, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly I grew up learning a lot about the Holocaust and mm-hmm. I learned about slavery. And my parents gave me a good healthy dose of that. Growing up, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't super light dinner discussion, but right. it was enough yeah, that it, enough. it seeped in. Where did you grow up? Where, where? Uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. In Baltimore, Maryland. And I just, I couldn't believe that Steve Bannon w- had elevated to this position and right. I hadn't heard about him before and I was reading about him and I just, I couldn't believe that someone that was whipping up people into a frenzy right. about ethnic groups could achieve this high level of notoriety right. or uh, just profile, you know, just right having a, the a profile way. Yeah. yeah. And you, what were you doing? What was your job? You just, I'm you a, just a citizen. I'm a copywriter. Copywriter. Um, and I've been writing ad, ads. I'm ads. a freelance copywriter. I've been writing mm-hmm. ads for 25 years. Right. And, uh, and uh, being in the business, uh, it's just, you learn, the, you, you support, with your ad dollars, you support right. different things. Mm-hmm. And it used to be that you would buy a TV spot and that you would, I would go make it and it would end up on air on a certain show. Mm-hmm. And that's all it was. But, um, what, so you were using the, your company to persuade, just sell things or whatever. Yeah, just to, and I'm, I'm, I'm more on the, the sort of brand side. Right. And I What's do. What's your best line in copy? Oh God, I can't, I can't even remember. I've <laughs> like, done so much now. Like what? Give me an example. Yeah, but I'll do campaigns for, I did campaign for Dodge. Mm-hmm. I've done a campaign for, uh, I've, I've worked on, I've worked on not, so many What about political plans. ones? Had you worked on those? Zero. Zero. None. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm not interested in that stuff, right. to be honest. Okay. That, 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 that part is, uh, is a totally different business. Than and you've I've been, been living in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. doing this. So you start reading up on Bannon, you're yeah. disgusted by him. Right. And I, and I hadn't heard about Breitbart at all. Right. And, and I think that's part of the issue. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'd heard a little bit about it coming into mm-hmm. the election, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were all about. And I'm a curious guy, so I went on to look at Breitbart, and there's a black crime section that I'm staring at, mm-hmm. and there's a, uh, you know, um, birth control makes women unattractive mm-hmm. article, and there's no hiring bias against women in tech. They just suck at interviews. Mm-hmm. These are real headlines. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, uh, and that blew my mind. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe that this was on a website that was being read by all these people, and 
the comment sections below it were even worse. And right. really, some of the stuff was really violent and really terrible. And I just, it was plunged all new right to in me. There. You yeah. plunged right into that. Right. And, and being in the business, I just didn't know, I couldn't believe that any advertisers would support this kind of stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, you send your money off to right. the New York Times or the Washington Post or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and they... They run your ad and they take your money and that's how they yeah. go into business. Right, so right. And you want to place it somewhere. My next logical step was being in advertising. Who's supporting it? Who's mm-hmm. sending ads over to um, to Breitbart? I used to, who's, who's trafficking their ads to Breitbart? And it turns out that Google and Facebook and a lot of programmatic companies were running Feeding ads there. on there. So mm-hmm. um, the first advertiser that I saw was uh, SoFi, which is a mm-hmm. mortgage. mortgage lending company in San Francisco. Yeah. Right. And they're pretty well known. They were pretty progressive, yep. and and yep. I just couldn't believe that they were supporting that. And mm-hmm. so I set up this anonymous Twitter handle. I got an anonymous. Why well, explain what was the idea behind the name? People really. I, want I to literally, I have no idea. It just, just sounded kind of badass to me, or something. <laughs> I just. You didn't go like who's sleeping? It I know. Like an I just. I didn't, I, sounds like a, I'm a writer, so right. this stuff kind of just but comes come out of my on, head. Where did it come from? You just I, said well, sleeping giants. Yeah. Again. I th- well, it just sounded like to me. I just wanted it I mean, to be. I mean, why wasn't it like angry persimmons? I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I don't. I, li- I don't have an answer other right. than I thought it sounded cool. It sounded yeah. like there are a bunch of people. It was just me at first. Right. Okay. And so right. I wanted it to seem bigger. Right. Okay. And bigger. I, okay, and bigger. I think I had a vision. Why sleeping? Come on. I, well, because you awaken sleeping giants and they oh, want right. to do something okay, about it. it. Okay. Right. Don't awaken. Yeah, exactly. Got so it. that's okay. the, right. that, that, got it. Okay. That's where it came from. Right. But that thing mm-hmm. just came out. It usually takes me a really long time to think of stuff. Right. That thing kind of was birthed very quickly. Birthed very quickly. And, right. uh, and I just, put the name out there and I wanted it to seem sort of bigger because mm-hmm. I was going to be talking group. to big yeah. advertisers. Right, right, I wanted right. to seem significant, right, even though so there was you, two, so wh- there were two followers. Why, why, two, why Twitter? Um, uh, well, and this is, we'll get to this later, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But, uh, I had heard from a friend that if you ever have a problem with an airline yeah. and you're waiting on the on, yeah, they on the ground, then there's someone behind the Twitter handle that's mm-hmm. going to answer you. And, right. Uh, and I just happened to be at Ikea with my wife mm-hmm. waiting for a dresser to come out or something. Mm-hmm. And it took two hours. And so no, and no one was back behind the counter for me to talk to. So right. I hit them up on Twitter right. and it was one of 10 tweets I'd sent in my entire life. Right. And they, uh, they got back right away. How can we help? And yeah. I said, well, maybe you can tell the people behind the counter to bring mm-hmm. out my dresser. I just want to get right. out of here. Right. And that was the So you didn't end. partake of Swedish meatballs. That's what they were trying I was to get not. you to I do. I mean, those dame, those chocolate dames yeah. were pretty good. Yeah, the they were trying to do, do that. You that. know, that's the yeah. goal is the Swedish but, meatballs uh, with they, lingonberries. It didn't totally help us get the thing in time. But you but, felt better. But I felt better because I could yell at somebody. And, yeah. And, uh, and I don't want to even get into why you want a dresser from Ikea, but let's move it's, on. It was, yeah, it's a long story. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I tweeted that out. They got back. And then, so I just remembered went, that Aha. someone's back there yeah. and you can call somebody and talk to them about it. But Twitter's a pretty public medium. Mm-hmm. And if you ask some, ask a brand about something, then they're likely to get back because they want to address it. If you call someone or email, you might not hear back. Right. So I took a screenshot of SoFi's ad and uh, tweeted it to the CEO mm-hmm. and tweeted it to uh, their corporate handle. Mm-hmm. And and what did you say? Uh, I said, hey, do you know that your ad is running on Breitbart News next to this article? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I at the time, I had found some terrible stock art to put on there right, and, right. and something that kind of resembled a logo. And it mm-hmm. really bothered me because right. I like design. And right, I, yeah. But I just was, yeah. it was there. So it was your Sleeping Giants thing, which now so is quite lovely. It just had, we, I, we have a great designer right. doing it. Um, but uh, who's been incredible, but that's a story for another time. But the uh, they got back half an hour later, and the CEO said, "I had no idea we were even on the there." CEO, the CEO on Twitter, who was on Twitter. Yeah, I had no idea I was on there. So I couldn't believe that he didn't know he was on there. I and I, I do not come from the world of tech at all. Mm-hmm. I've worked on tech brands mm-hmm. occasionally, but I didn't understand it. So I called a couple of friends. I was like, "How does this? How does he not know? Like, right. how does it?" And it was explained to me it's the programmatic advertising mm-hmm. and that that you just send your you what traffic. You want, the people you want. And right. You, you traffic right. your ads. It's not like TV where you buy mm-hmm. a, a, a time where you're 
or a show TV or spots something. Maybe, yeah. yeah, run. And it's you just send it off. It's trafficked through Google and Facebook and a couple other right. companies. And and they run it wherever there's space and wherever their market is. Right. And that made zero sense to me because I spent my life in research and crafting every single word of a TV spot to mm-hmm. make sure that nothing got... Uh, nothing was mistaken for something else. Mm-hmm. And I was really careful. And to me, I couldn't believe that they would take those executions that we'd worked on, those ads, and send it off to a place where they could run next to an, uh, right. a terrible article like that. Right. Right. So that's how it started. And, uh, and now we're sitting on over 4,000 advertisers uh, that have removed themselves from Breitbart. from Breitbart. So you went individually to each of them? So you were doing this by yourself? I was doing it by myself so you had for one a success. couple Your weeks. Your first thing is a kill. couple Your weeks. first thing is a, is a kill very quickly. Yeah, and it was and it was really satisfying, mm-hmm. right? I had, I had signed so many petitions leading mm-hmm. up to, so you you know, did something. to the election, felt, feeling like I had to do something and nothing ever happened, of mm-hmm. course. So um, not to say that those are bad. It's just, right. I just... I'm a results per, I'm right. a results driven person. So guy came off. So if I came off of Breitbart, yeah. So that ad came down, and then another one popped up, and I think it was for Warby Parker, which right. also didn't make yeah. any sense Those at all. Those guys, man. So tweeted at them. Couldn't be more hipster. Yeah, Brooklyn. and they, right away they hit the panic button. They were like, right. "Wow, we're well, going to blacklist that. We know how to do that." Mm-hmm. Okay. So a week goes by. So you're by, doing the low-hanging hipster fruit first. Yeah, that's right? easy. Yeah. That those right. are easy. They're, they're like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. And then um, I found an article. There are people that were kind of hitting me up a little bit. And mm-hmm. then I had sent it, um, you know, after like five or 10 advertisers, I sent it to a couple of people I knew that had a decent following. And then mm-hmm. they sent people over and all of a sudden I had 100 people, mm-hmm. 200 people. And then I read an article by this woman, um, Nandini Jami, who's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, she is also a writer. Yeah. And she was talking about the same kind of things that I was. And so I reached out to her and I said, hey, do you want to join forces? You want to come in and do this with me? And she said yes, and which is really lucky. Mm-hmm. And so she's been helping for a long time, right. and um, not even just helping, but really helping craft the. Right, because you have to like and start to get with organized. all the decisions and everything. She's yeah. been a, an integral part of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the following just kept growing, and then I was like, man, I'm tired of doing this by myself. This is I'm, I, this is like throwing right. pebbles into the ocean, right? And uh, so, so how I, many advertisers did you get off of Breitbart? You say 400? 4,000. 4,000 now. now. Yeah. But yeah. what, where the, the gasoline got poured on, I, I put a, I sort of realized I, if I've got all these people following, why aren't they doing something too? And so right. I just put a set of instructions at the, on the pin tweet. At the, I didn't even know there was a pin tweet at the time. Right. Someone had okay. to explain it to me <laughs> and I put it up at the top of the page. And tweet. yeah. And <laughs> then all of a sudden, and I put in real clear instructions right. and you can still see it because I think I did it Is on it still on like the notes right, uh, yeah. app. Right. So you can still see that under the Twitter handle where I right. asked to tag Sleeping Giants, yeah. it's S-L-P-N-G. Yeah. And it has a little, you got to correct that. That's, right, that's, right. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not spelled correctly. Right, right. So um, it's still there. Yeah. And so you so you put instructions to get everyone else to. Yeah. And then that's where, th- that lit a huge fire. Everyone, right. everyone felt that same. I like, can do something. I can do something and it's, I see a result at the end and I would do these confirmed emails and mm-hmm. I mean, the confirmed tweets and then confirm, what do you mean? Confirm that. that a Explain company, it. I know what you mean. Yeah. Con, uh, so I would say, okay, confirmed, uh, SoFi has removed themselves from Breitbart. Right. And they would tell you these companies would tell yeah, you. Yeah. And they would tell you very publicly because they don't want to be associated with it at all. Right. So, right. um, or the majority of them, vast majority of them, mm-hmm. um, other than maybe three of them, I want to hear uh, about that. Yeah. A bit. So, so you, so you get all these people to do it, yeah. and then you, and so on, and so. And then forth, they and started coming off by the tens, and then the hundreds, <laughs> and then now the thousands, and right. it's and and Breitbart is really the test case, right? Mm-hmm. This is it's it's a much bigger problem than Breitbart, mm-hmm. and um, these these companies are helping monetize sites like that. Mm-hmm. And it encourages them to get more clicks sure and right. and to get more outrage and to whip everyone into a frenzy so they get more clicks and more right. eyeballs and more dollars. And right. so that 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 is not a, a good cycle. So to be you in. you got more writers to participate in it, correct? There are other people doing right. more uh, sort of uh, ancillary jobs on it, and then right. there are people that are doing other projects on it, and every, that's but what's we're going to get on that in a yeah. little bit. But so you so you have all these. So Breitbart was your first aim essentially, yeah. and then so how many followers do you have now? 
on Twitter, we're aiming for almost a 200,000. Okay. And on Facebook, I think we've got 70 or So you're doing the same. It's going onto Facebook the same. Yeah. And, and Facebook is run. Um, it sort of follows. We, we follow each other and, and the same messages that are going on on Facebook. Are doing the same Twitter. thing. You're yeah. like the Russians, but for... <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're essentially doing what yeah. the Russians did, but not fake ads. Um, what was the reaction from Breitbart? Um, we didn't really get a reaction for a long mm-hmm. time. And I don't think they wanted anyone to really Notice. know about it. Right. Um, and I don't blame them. Uh, where, what really happened, though, is the biggest moment, I think, when we knew that we were on something much bigger mm-hmm. was when Kellogg's decided to back out of Breitbart and they right. did it very publicly mm-hmm. and they said, we don't want to support this stuff. Right. And, um, you know, they're, they're a company like any other, they need to appeal to as many people as possible. Right. So to, to sponsor a website that denigrates women and minorities and mm-hmm. immigrants, they weren't down with they weren't that. They weren't down with it. So who wouldn't do it? Um, who didn't respond? They're only a handful. And there have been a couple big brands that didn't publicly tell anyone, but they kind of disappeared and you can tell. Yeah, um, they're not. I think initially there were a couple big brands that said, hey, we're not going to, we're not going to sort of fall victim to some internet mob. And, right. I want to get into internet mobs in the next yeah, session. And, and, and there's, there, there are uh, positive ways to do that and negative ways to do right. that. And I do, uh, there, this thing now is as big as it is. It's got some power to it and uh, unexpectedly. And so I think you need to use that in a good way rather than a bad way. But, All right, Matt, we're going to talk more about that because I do want to talk about internet mobs because people have different opinions. I'm yeah. I'm of the mod that some of them are great. Yeah. Some of okay, them are good. fine and people don't. And some of them aren't. <laughs> Hopefully but, ours. But the focus on the ones that aren't are, are too heavy. We're going to take a quick break now with our sponsors. I hope you don't target them. We'll be back in a minute with Matt Rivets, the founder of Sleeping Giants. Startups, you don't need to settle for a cumbersome banking experience to protect your money. Mercury offers banking and credit cards with effortless experience, giving ambitious companies greater precision, control, and focus without compromising security. Open smarter checking and savings accounts, control spend, optimize cash flow, and close the books in record time. Visit mercury.com to join more than 100,000 startups that trust Mercury with their finances and to help them perform at their highest level. Support for this show comes from Indeed. Imagine the perfect employee. Let's call her Jackie. Jackie is professional yet relaxed, punctual, friendly, meets deadlines, and just makes your job easier overall. But the search for Jackie can be long and tedious, especially when you have so many other things on your plate. Indeed wants to help you find your next Jackie. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. They leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. So their matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. That means they can better connect you with your Jackie. And listeners of this show can get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and say you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm here with Matt Rivets, the founder of Sleeping Giants. I'm a big fan of his Twitter account where you tweet all kinds of things. And Thanks. it's very funny We're most fans of the time. Of yours too. Thank you. Um, it, what I like about it is you, you're sort of unapologetic in how you do your messages. They're pretty clear. Let's first talk, I want to talk about the mobs in a second, but do you, how much pushback do you get from, because there are mob people on the other side who are quite good yeah. at and many bots, many angry people. Yeah. Um, talk about that a little bit. What was the reaction from that side when you went after Breitbart, which is in the right, right. wing sector? Right, and it, it certainly is, but it was never about politics. Right. And, and it was about... Well, explain um, that, because most people think you're liberal. Yeah. and, right? and Which you look, are, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've voted Democratic okay. uh, before, I, but not, I've also not been really that politically active in the okay. past at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I have a massive bone to pick with anyone that's going to espouse right. bigotry. So right, right. That's where this started. Right. I'm not going to get any argument from me on Steve Bannon. But go ahead. Yeah. So they. So, but but what was the pushback from? What kind of pushback? Um, from from Breitbart. the right. Yeah, from the right. Well, too. initially, and, and, Breitbart. And their supporters and people who initially, like when we when we start when when the big brands started coming down from Breitbart, that's when they didn't they didn't like when Kellogg's decided not to run right. ads with them. And they weren't probably making a whole lot of money off of it, but right. just the the point of it, I think they didn't like. No. Um, it's a bad trend line. It is. And and it was 
they did us a massive favor by then bo- doing a counter boycott on Kellogg's, mm-hmm. which of course doesn't last for more than a day. Right. But they're advertising uh, Breitbart as an advertising solution right uh, right over a, an ad saying boycott Kellogg's. <laughs> so if you're an advertiser, like, you don't okay. want to be anywhere near that. Right, so that right. they did us a, a, a big, uh, right. a big, a big right. favor with that. Right. And so you went from Breitbart and then where did you go next? Um, well, so... Talk to me about your day. What? How do you manage it now? My day is bananas. I, right. I, I don't. I, I, I am so ADD that yeah. uh, I just, I'll tweet. I'll post some stuff. I'll mm-hmm. talk to some people on the phone. I got to do my job. I'm, right. I'm really determined not to take any money to do this, okay. other than from the people that support it. Right. And unless they are uh, uh, very uh, down the middle, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't. I don't want it to look like we're favoring one thing over another. Right, so, right. Um, and, and so we don't. what have you supported that's on the, like if you're in the middle, that kind of thing? Um, supported how? I mean, how, what else have you gone after? What happened after um, that? Well, uh, we really follow the community and what mm-hmm. people ask us to do. Mm-hmm. And we take it, we don't do everything. We're pretty picky and we don't, right. we, we don't want to just continue to feed the outrage. It's just, right. it's dangerous to do that. And right. we want to be smart about how we do it. Um, but the Bill O'Reilly thing came up, and that was really clear. Right, and so explain that for people. So Bill O'Reilly, uh, a New York Times article came out right. that he had settled uh, sexual harassment suits, and Fox News had settled sexual harassment suits for millions and millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars, and they kept him on the air. and Because right. he didn't really do it. But go, right, okay. clearly, 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 yeah, of course. He still maintains that that <laughs> yeah. didn't happen. Okay. But it's hard to argue with that, and there are a lot of people in our community, and we were fairly big at that point, mm-hmm. you know, maybe under a hundred thousand, but still a lot of people that were clamoring. They said, Hey, there's no greater example of bigotry than sexual harassment in the workplace. That's, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's why this stuff exists. And, and so we put a poll out, do you, does everyone think this is on message and something that we should do, or should we just hang with what we've been doing? Mm-hmm. And it was an overwhelming, like 94% of people that responded said, this is this is bad news. And it's really bad for a network to support this stuff, especially when they're running ads uh, for female-centered mm-hmm. products and right. services. Right. And so yeah. that just didn't make any sense. And I'm again, I'm in advertising. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe part of this thing is like penance for being in advertising <laughs> for so long. I just, uh, I wanted them to support good things right. rather than people like that right. that are obviously causing oh, havoc yeah. in their workplace and, and limiting the prospects for women mm-hmm. in that network, right. you know, and others. So, so you, so we started, we made some facts about Bill Riley, Bill O'Reilly. We did some, um, we did some, uh, banners mm-hmm. and sent them out to these brands and say, Hey, here, here are the millions of dollars he settled for. This is, these are the things that he's said in the past about women. How do you feel about supporting this? And mm-hmm. The vast majority um, over time said they didn't, and right. they just needed the information. I mean, right. we're really, really view this. They as may like, have had the information. They yeah, didn't care right. About the but it's like they need to know that people care about it too. I mean, right. they're you know, and 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 I think they know that ultimately, if unless someone brings it up with them, they're right. they're just gonna probably Bongo. kick kick the can down the road a right. little bit. Right. So you want to call attention to it, yeah. like these big these big kind of things, because yeah. it'll it'll start trickling down, presumably. Right. Yeah, and you just want everyone to know what the line is. You know, yeah. for a lot of people that that seemed beyond the pale and just to keep someone on the air like that, just to you know, while while they while he limited the uh, prospects of females that worked on the staff there. So how is using online tools different? I mean, I, you know, there's been so many boycotts and things like that yeah. on the other side. Like I remember Anita Bryant, if you remember the yeah. orange juice thing. All, I don't really she remember was, that that much. Well, you're too young. But yeah. Anita Bryant was a spokesperson for orange juice, uh-huh. or essentially all of orange juice. And she it was drinks in Florida sunshine. I, I have this memory in my head and she would have this happy family and they'd be drinking Florida sunshine. Yeah. And she started to say some really anti-gay things in the, in the, oh, God, that must be the seventies or the eighties and really terrible anti-gay things. And the gay community, it's the first time they actually rose up, you know, publicly yeah. and started boycotting orange juice and would pour it out right. at bars and stuff like that. And it was, it wasn't an online thing, but it certainly was viral in a really interesting ways. And then they ultimately parted ways with her. Yeah. Um, so it removed someone in that way. Um, and these things have been going on, these yeah. efforts, these yeah. drastic it can sw- efforts. It can be in good faith or bad faith, right. for sure. How does that change from your perspective? Because like here you are on Twitter with one handle and you got people to do it. What do you, how do you look at the mediums? Well, first off, 
We've never called for any boycotts. Right. I just think companies need to know how people feel, mm-hmm. but it's a personal decision whether you decide to buy something or not. There are great right. uh, efforts online that deal with that. We just don't. Right. I think they can be really dangerous. I think unless you do it the right way and unless it's in good faith and you're asking someone to do the right thing, mm-hmm. um, at least in my well, explain opinion. Explain how you can do it badly. What? So there are good mobs and bad mobs, right? So the people, compl- a lot of people who, a lot of pundits, they get attacked and some of them, they're, ter- they're attacked terribly by these roving mobs, some of them violent, which nobody wants, nobody, right. and, and is wrong. No Other times people write and say stupid things and they get deservedly decried for it and people move in mobs. There was actually a really great article recently about good mobs and bad mobs. But in general, this this obsession with worries about mobs is is growing. So talk about that because people could see you as a mob. Yeah, for sure. And and um, the one thing that we've been really clear with from the beginning is keep it polite. Mm-hmm. We're asking people to do something. Mm-hmm. Let's not demand some, that they do something. Um, right. Unless... You know, unless it's pretty egregious. Right. Um, we save the super outrage for <laughs> the big companies like yeah. like Facebook and Google when they right. do. Yeah, you're tough on that. Yeah, yeah and Twitter. So, um, so keep it polite. What does that mean? Um, just, again, we're, we're, it really came from the fact that in the beginning, we're asking a company that doesn't know where they are advertising mm-hmm. to stop advertising there. Right. And we're just letting them know and hoping that they do that. Right. And so it went from... Get your ads off Breitbart yeah. to, right. wait, you don't know you're there. Here, we're here to inform you. We're here you. to inform you to let you know. Right. And so it really sprang from that. And also, you know, we're kind of polite people. Yeah. <laughs> we're not that right. angry. And, right. And Because outrage has sort of really gone out of control. I think yes. some of it's manufactured. It, it for of- sure is. And it also, again, it's a, it's a negative feedback loop. You mm-hmm. get more outrage and more clicks and more money, and then you can sell more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Expired vitamins, if that's right. what you do, if you're <laughs> Alex Jones or something like that. So you, um, so you, you try to be polite but clever and yeah. pointed. Yeah, presumably. and and again, you want to be smart. You don't want to have to go after everything. Some things are really done in bad faith. They'll dig up something that someone said three thousand years ago, mm-hmm. and when they were maybe a different person, mm-hmm. and really go yeah. after them and go after their job. And um, and in some respects, like I understand that if someone holds some some views about things that um, that aren't that don't seem right that you want to express your opinion on that and that's mm-hmm. fine but it does feel sometimes like things are incredibly coordinated mm-hmm. that that on the same minute that everyone goes after something right our things are real slow burn and right. and we don't we've only had three or four real like official actions mm-hmm. um, so but, O'Reilly Breitbart. Uh, yeah, and then we we kind of helped out with uh, Laura Ingraham a mm-hmm. bit because Ingram, Ingram, sorry, you can um, call her Ingraham. I like. Okay, that. all right, that's, we can do yeah. that too. Yeah. But but um, in our estimation, she says really racist stuff. She does and, indeed. Um, and going after a high school student is not something that we should maybe have in our media mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. And so that seemed kind of right, but that wasn't really an official thing. That was mm-hmm. kind of helping out. Um, and then uh, Robert Mercer. The thing that no one has really talked about, which I'm actually, I'm mm-hmm. most proud of this, mm-hmm. is is that, it, and who knows what the real world implications were, but Robert Mercer, uh, you know, has funded some incredibly racist things. Mm-hmm. And there were, uh, it came out in an article that there were 12, I think, well-known institutions that mm-hmm. were uh, investing in Renaissance Technologies where he's the co-CEO. Right. And chairman of the board. And so we had, we got the public, very public, we didn't, never published anyone's private stuff mm-hmm. ever, but the public emails of the people on the board to ask mm-hmm. them why they were invested. If you're Columbia University mm-hmm. or Michigan State and right. your stated goal is to in, be an inclusive of all right. races and creeds and religions, why are you, why are you supporting a man that, that is ter- trying to tear that stuff down? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I mean, it was really surprising. Right. It was three weeks later, he stepped down from uh, his co-CEO position mm-hmm. and he divested Breitbart to his daughter, but he mm-hmm. divested himself from Breitbart. And that was a big, that was a big thing because it's just responsibility. Right. You're it, linking people. You're giving people information. Yeah. The and walking it up the chain. Action. Like if you speak with your money, don't just say that you're for equality. Right. And, and put that on your website. Right. See it all the way through. See it through right. in your investments. See it through in your advertising. See so it through in everything. you have been 
aimed at the right, though. How, how do you escape that idea that you're a liberal, you know, a bunch of liberal rabble I mean, rousers? you can't escape how people are going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. To me, if there's a really super bigoted thing that, that um, a, a website that's on the left mm-hmm. um, goes after, like, I'm, I'm really critical of not to say it's liberal or it's right or left, but I'm really critical of what CBS is doing with Les Moonves right mm-hmm. now. That article came out and it's very clear mm-hmm. that he was sexually harassing trouble, women. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. why is it taking so long? What mm-hmm. are, what, what's the deal? And mm-hmm. so uh, to me, it's like all that stuff all comes back to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I think that a lot of the, the, you know, the bright parts of the world, they can claim that they're being silenced because they're on the right, but they're being they're being thrown off a lot of these platforms because they're being super racist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. me, like if they want yeah. to conflate those two yeah, things, yeah, they do want to conflate. Then, then, then yeah. let them do that. It is really interesting. I, I said, I actually, I wrote a column in the New York Times, and this one line came out. What I said: the people who complain most about, you know, having their First Amendment rights violated never shut up. It seems to me like right. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, there's so many places. Yeah, and it, and it's a slippery slope, right? You don't want you, you don't want you don't want people to silence voices, uh, uh, you know that. That are challenging the government, or right. cha- you know, the- right? But I think it's I think it's these you're conflating also companies with the state, and I think Facebook can do whatever it wants. Face- so can Twitter. Free, the free speech argument is a bad faith argument. These are private, no, yeah. publicly traded businesses. It right. has nothing to do with them. Right. They have we can get so, into it further, but they have terms of service that they should be following, they and should be, they haven't been doing clear. it, and so that's why we're so we're in, talking where about we those now. attacks on Facebook and Twitter and others. Yeah. yeah. So you've recently been doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it comes back to the the original state admission, right? Like they're they've left Breitbart on their on their ad network, mm-hmm. despite the fact that a lot of those articles and the comments below those articles that they leave up mm-hmm. and don't moderate uh, break the terms of service of Google and Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, and so they're. Uh, not only allowing it to happen, but they're monetizing this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we all agree to those terms when we sign on to it, whether we're, whether we're right. going to run ads on our sites or, or we sign on to just post mm-hmm. pictures of family and friends, we sign up for right. a, uh, a set experience. of rules. And an experience. And an experience. And we're all expected to follow those things. And there are plenty of us that want to follow those every day and then mm-hmm. want to use it in good faith. Right. But um, they've been ignoring this for too long and mm-hmm. they've let for the sake of who knows, for the sake of money, money mm-hmm. or for the sake of uh, their ideals where they believe that a town square where everyone gets a voice mm-hmm. um, is a good thing. Even if the, the voices that are uh, harassing people are actually actually shutting down free speech. Right. Um, they have been ignoring it, mm-hmm. and that—that's—that's that's my so biggest. Explain your beast. strategy of doing this, like just pointing it out, pointing it out. Yeah, what do you expect to out. get? Because I don't think they'll do anything. Okay. Are they the hardest? I'm telling me what your strategy. They're starting to take some responsibility, mm-hmm. but I don't think they would take responsibility without people bringing it up. Yeah, and, no, I agree. And and I don't like to think of us as a shaming organization. People have printed yeah, that I like before. To shame people. And yeah, I'm I'm not down with that. I All just right. think, but you need to point it out, or nothing's mm-hmm. ever going to get done. I mean. I, I don't know about that. I think shame is actually a useful tool. I use right. it a lot. Like, well, maybe we'll use that more. I, I, you know, I, I've written a lot of columns about it saying, no, yeah. you can't do this. Yeah. No, you can't do it. You're doing it. You can't do it. And right. I think they pay attention. So yeah. that's as long as they pay attention and they hear you right. and they're slightly ashamed, I think it's, it's I don't mean, it's not a shame in the way that you would, oh, you're dressed like that. You're yeah. a, a slut or something like that. That's not right. the same thing. There's a, there's a, a role for... What, how are you, why are you doing this? Well, they can't escape their business model, right? Right, they cannot. Their their business model to provide their stockholders with the maximum money Mm -hmm. they could possibly get, the highest stock price, is to get more eyeballs and more clicks and more people on their their platforms. And to do that, um, outrage works and racism works and sexism works. It Mm -hmm. all works in their favor. So you have to call them out on that. Right. You're you're making money on the backs of immigrants that mm-hmm. are trying to do their best in this country right. and women that are trying to get ahead despite being kept down, you know, by the system and the black community that are just trying to survive in the streets sometimes and don't feel like they have the respect from um, you know, from the government. And 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 so they're making money off that. Yeah. And that feels really so wrong to me. What is your goal with with Facebook and Google? I think continuing to point out the fact that they have rules and they have mm-hmm. terms of service that explicitly state that this kind of 
uh, language should not be allowed on their site. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing backflips to avoid having to do anything. Yes, they have. My point and our, our whole point in this campaign is be responsible, be across the board. Don't, don't make special, uh, don't give you know, special commutations for people that do bad things mm-hmm. because you don't feel like you want to look like you're or cl- slanted it or up, just it. have the rules. Yeah. Give us all 10 strikes if you want. Mm-hmm. So we know what to expect, but be right. really clear and enforce them very clearly. If mm-hmm. someone flags something. They try to hide those strikes. I know exactly how many strikes it is, but then yeah. they have a weird moving target thing. They I think have they a moving just target. Have, just tell us all what it is. It's so confusing. Tell it's us all what I, it is. Even when it was explained to me, I was like, that is confusing. Yeah. Why don't you just like publicly say why you did it. We took it down for this reason. Yeah. Let everybody see it. Yeah. But they're like, well, they'll try to game it. I'm like, so what? Like, Yeah, it doesn't matter. And also- And maybe they'll behave. Right. They and also, to be. we're ignoring the fact that they don't really need to be held to any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. If, if Alex Jones, who harasses Sandy Hook parents, mm-hmm. is, on their, is on their platform, they, just like if he was doing that in, in, in an Arby's, right. Arby's is going to call the cops and get him out of there. Right, right, right. Just because I, I was um, arguing this with someone last night where I said, they were like, Alex Jones should be able to be on there. I said, is Alex Jones in the New York Times? And they're like, right. no. And I said, why? Good well, they point. don't want him there. And I was like, yeah, they don't want him there. He doesn't get to be in the New York Times. No. He doesn't get to be on Facebook. No. Like, it's not the same. It's not a free speech argument. Right. New York Times has made a decision as a product. We don't want him here. He's right. a nasty pe- prick, right. essentially. Let's, like, not. And it was really, they're like, well, it's not the same. I'm like, why? Right. And why? I think, look, this is all part of a much bigger discussion mm-hmm. on what's appropriate and what's not and what what is uh, to be allowed on these platforms and what they think should be allowed on their platforms. And if free speech applies to them, which it doesn't. It's right. not, it's not a, it's not a legit argument. Yeah. They are a business. They're well, in it, it to make good. money. It and it sounds good. good. And it's also been pushed on them too. We had people on our platform. We took, we took out comments years ago because I was good sick of the vile stuff because I didn't have people to monitor it. And I, right. it wasn't adding to the experience. It was right. detracting from right. our site. And I'll, I got so many emails. And I, my free speech, you're violating my free speech. I said, get your own fucking website. Yeah, you start want. your own I site. I don't care. Yeah, no doubt. I don't doubt. care. Like, no I don't doubt. have to listen to you. Go to Twitter. Discuss by discus discuss is i mean they uh, we reserve a lot of vitriol for them yeah they they are they have terms of service that Mm -hmm. they absolutely are supposed to prevent yeah well i just got rid of it i didn't even care anyway we're here with matt rivets he's the founder of sleeping giants which is a twitter account that does all this really interesting stuff in terms of forcing companies to pay attention to what they're doing online and and trying to hold them to standards when we get back we'll talk more Businesses of all sizes count on IT heroes to save the day every day. And because there's no telling what the day will bring, you need a built-for-business PC solution that gives you security, performance, manageability, and stability no matter what stage you're in. Intel vPro is here to help. Intel vPro provides business class performance and reliability on powerful PCs that boost user productivity and satisfaction. And it offers multi-layer hardware-based security for below the OS protection, better application and data security, and advanced threat detection to help prevent issues before they happen. Whether the team is in office or working from home, security is the name of the game. The Intel vPro lets you remotely update, restore, and secure your business's PCs, even if they're outside the firewall. Plus, the integrated and validated platform helps ensure smooth PC fleet management and means you can maintain and scale PCs with confidence, helping you save the day, every day. Intel vPro, built for what IT heroes do, built for business. No product can be absolutely secure. Learn more at intel.com slash IT heroes. Support for this podcast comes from Constant Contact. If you're a business owner, you already know that it's really, really hard to cut through the noise of everyday life. If you want to connect with your customers, you need to break through the noise. You need Constant Contact. Constant Contact is a marketing platform that makes it easy to reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and connect over email, text, social media, and more. Whether you're a marketing guru or just learning the ropes, Constant Contact offers writing assistance tools and automation features that make it simple to say the right thing at the right time. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
We're back with Matt Rivets. He's the founder of Sleeping Giants, which is a really cool Twitter account that is had, that caused a lot of noise from a very small place, which I think is. Re- I'm really interested in people who create problems for bigger institutions from small. Didn't platforms. plan on that being. Didn't plan really. on. So <laughs> where t- t- talk about this idea of where it's going? What are you going to do with it? So you created this, and sometimes these things like you look at the Pod Saves America guys. They did, yeah. I don't think they thought it was going to be as big as it was. Yeah. Um, where do you go from here with this? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super surprised that it is where it is. I certainly didn't think it was going to be any more than a two week project. But right. Here I am, almost. Two, right. No, two it's years a yoke around your neck. Yeah, right? it is. It is <laughs> like I can't wait to the day I'm not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> That's going to be a great then day. Then you'll write a big essay about it. Kick, I am leaving Twitter. Take that phone into, I can't stand those into, pieces yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, stop it. Yeah, I get it. But it's it's a terrible place sometimes. It and is. especially the stuff that, that we see all I day. I think Instagram's worse. I think Instagram's performative and makes you feel bad. Yeah, there, there anyway. might be some of that. I don't know. Some days I just I want, like I want to but... hang out on the island of Instagram and right. see beautiful pictures of nature and, and friends and family. <laughs> the island of Instagram. Yeah. But, uh, but Twitter is like the, way, the opposite of that, you know, it's yeah. not, it's no. not well curated. It's that's the big sure. city versus yeah. the suburb for sure. Um, but, uh, so this, again, this thing, this is morphed and changed. It started kind of as a, as a on a whim, as a tactic mm-hmm. and, and as something to inform advertisers and, all of a sudden, there are a lot of people following it, and right. and we have and they a care voice. About what you say, and they right. care. Well, not about. I think what we all say. It's it's a very uh, it's a very open community, mm-hmm. and people have a lot of ideas, and they share ideas on there, and mm-hmm. so and that's something that was kind of not intended. And additionally, it's grown across the world. Right. Um, it just kind of through happenstance, people wanted to do Sleeping Giants feeds. It's become kind of a brand, and right. people take so that. Is there Sleeping Giants France or something? There's Sleeping Giants France, Sleeping Giants Australia is just making massive waves right now. How do they decide what to do? um, They just have a similar thing to Breitbart or Mm -hmm. um, like Australia. They're dealing with Sky News right now Mm -hmm. and there are people dropping the the N-word over and over again on their network. And people don't feel like that's fair. And so um, they've made major inroads over in Australia. Who's doing that? You? No, no, no. I, who do you? Uh, we don't. Uh, we don't know sign. each other's names. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. No. So wait. So who? They just take the sleeping giants. How do they? So get on? it would be people would would approach um, in the early days. They would approach uh, like through DMs or mm-hmm. through our Facebook account and say, "Hey, um, I'm really interested in taking on you know a similar thing in my country." And then we were pretty careful. We went. I went through. Made sure they've been on our feed for a while and doing the right things and mm-hmm. had the right tone and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And after, you know, and then it, it was, if someone had been doing it for a while and it made sense, we're not really adding any anymore right now unless right. it's really, So it was know. like you do Sleeping Giants Australia. Yeah, you do it. We'll send you a logo and we'll get right. you going and we'll support right. you as you grow. And, right. and like, that's been wild. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, for sure. Like, again, for someone that started this on a whim, right. didn't think we'd have like an international network. Network. Of, so of how many people. do you have? What's the... So I think there are 11 countries and territories. We've got an EU. The EU is really the first big one. Mm-hmm. Um, is and it the a way single it, person running that there? Someone open the EU sleeping giants EU mm-hmm. and um, we said wait you can't do that like mm-hmm. let's and he said well I'm actually this guy that's been on your feed yeah. for a long time and I'd like to help out and right. so we we're like oh yeah you've been here from the beginning okay, okay so. why don't you do it yeah and that's kind of the way it's been right. going so yeah EU's been great and has coordinated a lot of Haven't stuff they copied some people copied your t-shirts yeah that I think it was on one of those T-shirt. t-shirt sites and yeah. that got shut down in like 20, 12 hours. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. over. But yeah. Do you make money? Tell us. We made, we, so we're all determined not to take any money for this. Mm-hmm. And so we've made a decent amount of money on right. merch, but we're going right. to pour it back into other things we've done. We did a billboard, a mm-hmm. mobile billboard outside of Amazon because mm-hmm. Amazon's the last remaining big advertiser okay. on, on uh, Breitbart. Right. right. So we asked them to do it. That didn't work, of course. Well, you, you put you bought one of those driving by things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we raised that money in 24 hours. Yeah. People yeah. threw money at that. Yeah. And so what did it say? It said, Amazon, please stop supporting hate on Breitbart or something yeah. like that. And, and drive it around Seattle. They drove it around Seattle. It was awesome. <laughs> like, it was cool. But they, they uh, nothing happened. Those yeah. guys are a, a, a locked they box. Will, they will not. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Um, that's a story for another time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you get them. That'll be a giant that you well, found. Well, I mean, look, yeah, they, they have bigger problems than just Breitbart. But yeah. We'll leave it. We'll leave yeah. it there. But so, the, but, so go ahead. So and then we did one outside of Facebook mm-hmm. and nothing happened with that either. But right. it was a try and we, yeah. we took a big cut at it and yeah. spent another mobile grand and around and, that weird I think we'd raised six grand. And I, I think I think we put in. 
$2,000 in merch money. Yeah. And I mean, we're sitting on, you know, a couple, we got like maybe 10 grand in merch mm-hmm. money, but we're going to okay. plug it into whatever we do next. Whatever you we're think not going to pay ourselves. Actions, yeah, these yeah, actions yeah. that are yeah. effective. Yeah, Facebook's not going to pay As long as we can continue. But also that campus is so weird there. Yeah. It's I, hard. I, I haven't been out there. They but. live in, it's like a little... It's like a terrarium. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a terrarium. Okay. There's actually there's a roof of grass. Maybe we can. Maybe we'll there's just, a football field. Maybe we'll airlift the billboard in next. No, because I'm sure they have machine guns somewhere. They'll just. <laughs> okay, <laughs> definitely not going to do that. No, don't do that. Don't drone them. Don't drone them. That'll be bad. No, no, no. We would no, never do that. No, he's got an arm, a drone army. Everything hopefully is in good like faith. Be like Star Wars and the Death Star. Yeah. All those little things will pop out. <laughs> have you been in touch with any of these companies? Yeah, people? yeah. Actually. Um, uh, one of our, I'm not going to mention his name, but one of our early sort of supporters that was retweeting a lot of mm-hmm. stuff we were doing ended up going to work there mm-hmm. and doesn't really Me kind too. of erased all yeah. all evidence Ugh. that we had talked before. Man. But he's actually he been good lately and we were, we were trying to like meet mm-hmm. at some point to discuss things. Right, right. Just, just in, in yeah. general terms, not in specific they should. terms. Yeah. What are they scared of? And so you got un masked explain that so you weren't known who you were you were this yeah. person i was, was zorro yeah and also there was like some uh stories that have been built up. of course like they're going to drop the george soros thing on you and oh, right. you were really a media matters person and all that stuff right. and and um which i always found comical because right. i was sitting you know to somewhere. be clear, George Soros is not your patron. Uh, I mean, we don't have any. We right. we have merch money. Merch if money. someone wants to buy a T-shirt, we'll, yeah. we'll take your money. Yeah. But that's it. Right. So um, George is not backing you. Media no. Matters is not backing no. you. No. So, I mean, it would be great if they did. Like, yeah. I'd love to make a serious paycheck yeah, for this, yeah. but, uh, but that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. So they put that down. And then what? explain what happened and how you got unmasked. So... Uh, just finished lunch with my my dad, mm-hmm. and I got a text from a reporter from the Daily Caller, and mm-hmm. I knew Which right away. Which is a conservative, yeah, name, yeah, to say to be polite. Well, yeah, They're all and right. also kind of on the same on the same track as Breitbart. Yes, they, they say are. a lot of things that are mm-hmm. that are pretty bigoted. But again, we haven't like we weren't going after them or mm-hmm. anything. We didn't, you know, we didn't we haven't contacted any advertisers on right. there or whatever. But um, yeah, and got a text from. Uh, this reporter, uh, and I knew right away that something was going to come out. And then right. he sent two emails to personal emails that aren't published. And mm-hmm. then he hit my wife up on Facebook. Oh, uh, well, I want to do this job. And yeah, no, he's a reporter. And right. like, look, if it was pretty interesting detective work, I'll say, mm-hmm. I'll admit to that. Mm-hmm. But it was in bad faith, I think, overall to to sort of expose me. And I think because well. It it doesn't it didn't matter it doesn't matter I mean mm-hmm. I, maybe if they wanted to find out if I was being funded by someone I think right. I think because of that whole the sort of um, myth that it built up around yeah. that I think maybe they were they thought oh we're gonna nail this person they're gonna yeah, be, be connected to a, a, a global conspiracy a global conspiracy to and and that you know. Uh, we're taking all this money from people that do, and we've got a political thing. And I think they were like, you ready for this? It's a guy that's <laughs> concerned about hate. And that was it. And, uh, and so, so how that did you happened. respond? It's, well, look, you can either run, me. yeah, you can run away from it and yeah. hide, or you can just run right at it. And like for better or worse, I just like, all right, I'm going to run right at it and just mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Man, like, I think that was the What's right call. What's happened in the interim? Uh, well, so that happened, and then um, that was a bad four days of relentless yeah. harassment. Right. Um, I, I, my wife was getting calls on her phone that's not published, and um, and they they published my address and my kids' oh. names, and they published the um, on the Breitbart site, and they left it up for four days. Mm-hmm. The synagogue where my son was bar mitzvahed and said to go wish him a. a uh, congratulations on his bar mitzvah. Oh no! And so those are threats, you right. know, clearly. Yeah. And it took Breitbart. It t- I went right at Joel Pollack, who mm-hmm. runs Breitbart. One of the people who runs it. I said, if you're, if you're going to leave this up, why don't you put your kid's synagogue on there too? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it came down four days later, but they left right. it up for a good long time. Wow! Um, there's nothing you can do. But did you? That's appalling. Yeah, it sucks. And yeah. and uh, and it's 
again, it's all in bad faith. It's mm-hmm. try, trying to scare mm-hmm. someone from doing something. But ultimately, this thing is not about me. Right. It's about the community. If I stop running it tomorrow, it's still going to go on without me and right. without right. Nandini. It's right. and the other few people that are doing so, this. Right. I, and now you, you you do it every day for a number of hours or? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's relentless. It's relentless. Yeah. But you have a team and stuff like that. Yeah. But you, do you expect to do something more with it the way yeah. Rod guys did? Or yeah. I mean, what do you I think, to do? look, I think we've got a sizable community now mm-hmm. and they've all got good ideas and they want to make their voices heard. Mm-hmm. And so we have more of a voice. You get more people and it's exponential. You get more people's uh, opinions out there. And if they have a problem with something, then then if you have 200,000 people, it's a lot better than having two people. Right. Absolutely. And, um, so I think the next step, um, I'm in the early stages of thinking about doing a conference mm-hmm. um, and oh, not wow. showing up at one, but actually, because yeah. t- I think yeah. we've been whacking at the leaves for a long time and it's mm-hmm. time to work on the roots a little bit. Right. Right. We need uh, some corporate accountability right. for how ad dollars are spent and, and some responsibility on where the investments are going. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's a story to just keep talking about because people don't hear about it a lot. It's everything's so automated now that people don't think about Even it that much. And so if we can just be like the conscience of, a lot of, of our of, greatest tragedies are to do with that. Exactly. Yeah, Automates. Yeah. Mean. If we can be, if we can start to become the, the conscience of um, the the social media communities and mm-hmm. of advertisers, that'd be a great place to be. And, right. And so you'd have a conference to do what? To to talk about these issues and have a discussion. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if any answers are going to come out. They're really they're really hard answers to to get to. Mm-hmm. And so, but it starts with a discussion and. Um, I think we'd like overall to be in the center of that discussion, or at least organizing right. that and right. to have people t- talking about it. And we've been talking to other people about some digital solutions to things, mm-hmm. um, which are really intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'd like to be the, the uh, um, uh, source of some kind of conscience for these industries. Oh, and, I like that. I yeah. think it sounds like a great idea. This is so fascinating. And so it all started off with IKEA. Uh, I did. It did for, with a dresser had, at Ikea. If that they, dresser hadn't come out. <laughs> if that dresser had come out right away, we would not be sitting here. No, right I think we might be. And I got to tell you, I, I recommend it. It's at Sleeping Giants, right? Yeah, um, it's and, it's at SLPNG underscore Giants. Giants. And it's a real. It's really funny, too. I've had some very funny interactions. We've had some good interactions. You guys, yeah, it's funny. You're very, you're very funny. I do like you slapping on Facebook a lot. It's, I'm always enjoying that. And they, it, I know it bugs them. Well, uh, which it's is good great. to know that they're even listening. But, oh, uh, they're listening. Are you right. kidding? They monitor everything. No, and well, they're very, very hurt. They know hurt. exactly where I am right now. No, and they're very hurt by your unhappiness <laughs> with them. That's the worst part when you deal with them. I will get calls Look, sometimes yeah. when I write something, but any of them, and they're like, very hurt by what you wrote. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, really? well, if they're hurt, there are a lot of other people that are getting way more That's hurt than they're I, getting. I, I just laugh at the whole thing. Anyway, Matt, it was great talking to you. Thanks great for coming on the show. And you're, I know you haven't done a lot of these, and I really appreciate that you're doing them. And we're going to get you on some other things. To awesome. Get you guys That'd be great. If you enjoyed the interview as much as I did, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also find more episodes of Recode Decode on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you didn't like the interview, or you're being funded by George Soros, or just want to say hi, tweet at me. I'm at Kara Swisher on Twitter. Now that you're done with this, go check out the latest episode of Recode Media. You can find that show wherever you found this one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Recode Decode, and thanks to our editor, Joel Robbie and our producer, Eric Johnson. I'll be back here on Monday. Tune in then.